If you've ever wondered what would happen if three friends, a firefighter, a lawyer, and a chaplain, got together to talk about the joys and challenges of raising their kids, well, wonder no more. Welcome to the Three Men and Their Babies podcast. Marcus Landsberg. I have two kids, a boy who's six years old and another boy who's six months. My name is James Duggins. I have two daughters. One is three. One is one month old. This is Anthony Solano, and I'm a proud father of a two and a half year old daughter. So guys, we're about a year, almost, if you can believe it, a year into this pandemic, which is mind blowing. And I've been checking with friends that have kids, just kind of seeing where people are and, you know, depending on where they are in the country, depending on what the school situation is, there's a lot of people just in a lot of different situations. And so I just wanted to check in with you guys just to see how you're doing in these crazy COVID times, somewhere between having the vaccination and and still some areas of the country sheltering in place. Well, you two got vaccinated, right? Yes, I I, I've had both shots actually at this point. You had two shots? Yeah, I've had. I can't both even get one. <laughs> the second shot, oof, man, prepare yourself. Yeah, Anthony, it, it you also got the second shot. Got the second shot. So you're Knocked saying between out. the three of us, we've had four shots, and I've gotten zero? Nah, 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 nah. You ain't got no vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a real yeah. funny joke. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. All things considered. Cut, cut, delete. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, yeah. you keep that in. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll own it. <laughs> You're going to own it. I'm going to own that. For the record. Oh, man. Yeah, what a trip, right? Can you believe it's been a year? I, we were ta- My wife and I were talking about that today. We were dropping our kid off at preschool, uh, Sunny, and we were just talking about, you know, I said, do you remember back in March? Because her birthday is in um, end of March, and we were actually planning a horseback trip for her. Oh, wow. Yeah, because we took her horseback riding once on her second birthday party, and we were completely bamboozled. Um, so it was up on the North shore and we're like, okay, we're going on pony rides. They brought, brought out like these Goliath horses, right? And we're like, where's the <laughs> pony? And they brought out a slightly smaller version of the horse and they're like, oh, this is a pony. It's under 15 hands or I don't, I don't know what the, the cutoff <laughs> is for a pony, but it was like a full size, I will buck you off and you will break your neck size horse. This is not the pony we envisioned here. My daughter just did not have a good time and cried the whole time. Oh, and we went forward about three nice feet too. and that was about it. So anyways, Ooh. so yeah, we were excited to plan her third birthday and we're going to go up to the North Shore Turtle Bay and do that. And yeah, we had to cancel it. You know, we canceled all that. And we just, I, we remember how bummed we were and sad by that, you know, not knowing, holy crap, what's going to happen or, you know, what was going to happen? What was coming over the next year, you know, which now makes yeah. the horseback riding look like not that important in the grand scheme of trying to get the world back together, you know? But yeah, I don't know. How about you guys? You guys, what are you guys doing with your kids? We were really feeling just the the isolation of it all and just really seeing how it was affecting our now three-year-old daughter. Both my wife and I have been working from home 
throughout this pandemic, primarily working from home. So we were, we've been juggling childcare, trying to, you know, deal with all that and not having a school age kid yet. You know, we weren't dealing with having her in and out of school, but we were trying to figure out a way for us to be able to take care of her, meet her needs, and also be able to balance work and life and everything else. And so... We'd been looking for a daycare for a long time. Finally, we found one and it's just been just made a world of difference just in terms of like our daughter's well-being. It's just mm-hmm. been really awesome just to see her, just the difference that it made between Good. her being at yeah. home and the socialization that she's getting. Like, And one thing that we both just like look at and just marvel at is that how much it's impacted her imagination. Oh, like we, interesting. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see her just... just getting this socialization is like stimulated it's like new viewpoints and, and ideas yeah and yeah. so like she she's coming home and she's playing she's doing all these make-believe things like she'll it's, it's not uncommon for her to like come up to us and hand us she'll say here here's a, a bowl of ice cream and it's just oh, that's this, great imagine yeah imaginary bowl of ice cream and we said and eat and she has a you know she has a little uh Tea, tea party set that she uh, pretends to have tea with and it's just to see her there was definitely a direct correlation between her getting out of the house and having that time with other kids and triggering this uh, new landscape of creativity and imagination it's really fascinating to see good that's uh that's amazing i'm glad that you were able to find that thanks man sunny um was in daycare prior and then we actually made the, you know, we we, val- we had to evaluate, you know, risk reward, uh, putting her into a preschool, and so was, there's actually a preschool in our neighborhood. It's down the hill. It's like a 20 minute walk, and so we actually decided to send her to preschool um, because we felt that the, not so much the education portion, but the structure and, like you said, the socialization and the peers, um, that time was important. Because uh, luckily for us, we we got really lucky. I mean, we're really, we think we are so grateful for how, for us, how this worked out because, you know, just with my job, I was able to, I mean, I'm con- first responder, so I was continuing to work and um, was able to keep working. And then Tasha had already taken a year off. Oh, wow. Uh, taken mm. a year leave uh, oh, as wow. a teacher uh, to stay home with Hina. So she wasn't mm, affected. She didn't nice. have to deal with or learn like the zoom teaching and the online classes and kind of go through that whole, you know, basically, you know, building the airplane as we go here. Right. Yeah. Uh, The whole country, the world really. Um, so (laughs) the fact, the chaos and the debt and all the tragic things that are happening, our little home bubble kind of carried on very, not too altered, you know? Mm. So we, we are really blessed to have that and really, we feel really lucky. Well, I mean, in the early days, I felt like that. Um, mm. Now that it's dragging on, I think we kind of see something different. And then the other thing yeah. is uh, grandpa's on the mainland. So mm. we miss oh, grandpa yeah. very much. We want yeah. grandpa oh, to yeah. come visit. So no, you're really close with your, it. yeah, you're close with your pops. Not so much, but I really want him to babysit. I want him to... <laughs> I I really think you want him uh, to get to work. Marcus is at the perfect age for my father, and they would have the perfect because Marcus never stops moving and never stops talking. And mm. my father has the ability to watch TV and talk at the same time <laughs> and stay in one Yet. place while everybody moves around him. So he yeah. has the perfect sort of character 
for my son. Like it's the it's the it would be a perfect match. We just got to get him out here and get him the second shot. He's got his first. Marcus yeah. is on the the day on day off school schedule. So it's uh, okay. Every other day and you never know which day you're on or which day you're not cuz then you have like a day which everyone stays home and some right. and then Wednesdays are half days, so sometimes you have a half day. In the very beginning when they first told the kids to stay home last year, out of coincidence, right around the same time, first I hired a babysitter actually because, you know, bourgeoisie, get the money, spend the money. I, I actually <laughs> paid a babysitter for about three, four days to come just sit in my office. So I put him in there with a babysitter who he loved and she was great that she was able to sort of babysit him and watch him and, you know, teach him a little bit. But uh, the other people in the office were mad that uh, my kid loved me and wanted to spend time with me and that their kid. So uh, out of coincidence, at the same time, uh, I was told that I probably shouldn't bring my kid to the office every day. I sort of explained, well, you know what? Uh, the government said I'm supposed to. Uh, I got offered a position in or, or a seat in an underground school in the building out of coincidence. Now they weren't going to have other kids there. I was basically Wait, an like anti underground was like fight club underground or like literally just <laughs> no, no, no. It's in a, a parking garage or something. Well, listen to the story. My patient friend. <laughs> and, and what ended up happening is they introduced me to his family who was friends of my family who would uh, actually where I would buy my lunch every day. It was their like auntie had, a niece and nephew who she was teaching who are just about the same age as Marcus and they were brother and sister. So it was a very close, tight knit group. This is when we were scared that if you talk to anybody, uh, like if you look people in the eye, you would probably get sick. Like this is yeah, in right, those right. days, like in the March. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I actually had him in there three, four days a week. Oh, wow. and it was amazing. And he learned how to read and it was as best he could. And they were doing great stuff and they were good stuff. But then we got to. <sighs> I want to say it was the end of summer. I think we did that through summer and just work wasn't starting again. We weren't going mm -hmm. back to court and school was going to start. And I just said, you know what? I'm not going really to the office because there's no real point anymore. I'm not meeting people in person. And it was in the same building as my office building. So if I'm not going to go to the office, I might as well just, and he's in public school anyway. So we just kept him at home. And the truth is day on day off is never going to compare. And then day on right. day off where you're not allowed to touch other kids. So like PE is like running in place, jump rope, hula mm -hmm. hoop. There's no like wrestling and like tackling other people or dodgeball <laughs> where you touch the same ball. Like you just can't do that stuff. And then yeah. lunch is the craziest thing in the world because you could have two kids to a table, although they don't sit face to face. But what wow. they say is because they don't, you don't always want to talk to the kid at your table. You want to talk to your other friend. So they all just yell all across oh the cacophonia. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> so Those they're all yelling at each other because <laughs> because well, what else are they supposed to do? Because they can't. There's right. no one sitting within six feet or ten feet, yeah. and the person they really want to talk to is sitting forty feet away. So they're just all yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, so I mean, the 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 issue is this is the most important time. I think we talked about this before. This is the most important time where these kids learn how to negotiate, right? Right. Because what ends up right. happening is right. if you do the wrong thing, your friends say, I'm never going to talk to you again. You're not my friend anymore. And you go, okay, I'll do the right thing from now on. And they go, okay, you can be our friend again. And then you learn not to do that. Yeah. 
And they don't go those. through that now because you can't go through that through an iPad. It's very fundamental. So the question is, yeah. can you do that at seven or eight? I don't know. Can you do that at nine oh, or if you so miss the foundation critical. at six? Yeah, because I think the one thing that uh, I think about is um, like mask wearing. You miss so much of like the facial oh, expression. So we always... Like, especially with Hina, the newborn, you know, when we're at home, we always make eye contact and talk to her. But, you know, the few times we've take, taken her out and she sees people in masks, like she has like a quizzical look in her face of like, what's happening here? Because something's mm. up, you know, something's so different. I, I want, you know, for those kids that are missing that, you know, just seeing the facial expressions and the body language, because that's so much of communication, right? Like, how much are we losing? And like you said, will we be able to catch up? I'm assuming we can, and I'm hoping we will be able to, but I mean, we'll definitely be hearing about it and learning about it as time progresses over the years, you know, how it affected development, yeah, language what development. The, what the impact is. Yeah. But I mean, the good thing is he plays a lot of video games and he can uh, work his own way around YouTube. And today he taught me about the Tartacore. I think it was the Tartacore. Oh, the indestructible space beetle or something. <laughs> You know, know. That yeah. <laughs> the the what is the tardigrade? Tardigrade. The tardigrade. Tardigrade. Yes. Tardigrade. <laughs> well, if you want to, if you want to learn about the tardigrade, we put that on our Instagram today. You could check in, and uh, Marcus will teach you. Young Marcus will teach you about all the different types of what you could do to a tardigrade, and he can survive. The strongest <laughs> animal in the animal yeah. kingdom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll oh, see. There you have it. So it's, um, well, we're clinging, clinging. We're holding on to the things that we knew and how we learned growing up, right? So it's, it is. It's an evolution, right? So we've always managed to evolve and adapt. So it's interesting. I mean, there are good things coming out of this. So there you have it. There are good things. Yeah, James Anthony. It's almost like you're saying our children are the tardigrade, stronger than we could ever see foresee ourselves. And they're in space. You always step on my punchline for real. (laughs) (laughs) It's so big. I tripped. No, like I really nailed these. I bring it home with like a killer punchline. And then you're like, and me too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Three Men and Their Babies. We will see you next time, my friends. Yeah. See, I did it again.